Welcome and thank you for listening to a Parkwood Home Companion. That was probably hot on the front end, but it's fine. Episode 116. I'm Joshua Pollock, one of the pastors at Parkwood Church in Jacksonville, Florida. We're back for another roundtable episode with Pastor Matty Kaiser and young intern Derek Hess. Intern extraordinaire. Yeah, he's he's um, he's getting there. Yeah. You need to be like our young Jamie from the uh, the Rogan podcast. He's like the expert Googler and can just oh, that guy pull stuff up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can, can you be that guy? Wait, yeah, sure. Let's just, when you He's wanting get. sound effects all the time, man. You just need to. Uh, need to he has not. That's the one hey, disappointment I have so what? far from his hire. I've had other things to worry about than a soundboard. <laughs> the whole calendar that I spent two days. I mean, you got to work faster than that, son. I mean, let's see. Since I've been back from vacation. I've finalized like four building plans. That's I just went through the overruns on the budget. I do this stuff every day. And I've written three sermons. Three? Yeah. Wow. Look at you. So, and I still have some two papers to write before Friday. I mean, you do that. You got to talk in the microphone too. I know you it's do a little that. difficult. Thank you. I'll I'll do me. Okay, you do that. <laughs> no, if you ever hear anybody say you do you, run far from them. <laughs> Nobody needs Follow to do themselves. And drink ranch water. Um, yeah, ranch okay. water. <laughs> Pastor Manny was informing us of the new best commercial ever, if you've seen Horrible. this. Horrible. So, so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. But as soon as we showed the ad advert to um, uh, Derek, he was like, I'm into it. That's cool. So, so it, oh, yeah. So it's the, yeah, you're our yeah. Google guy. You're a Google guy. And nobody, I don't know if, nobody on here can see. I don't know if that's appropriate it. to say Google guy. You're a Google day or a Google person, but you're you're the Google guy. No, don't don't surrender language, Manny. We've talked about this. I'm not. Okay. Um, he, Derek, not. Derek is a Derek is a guy. Yeah, he he's is a dude. He's he a, does look alcoholic. He's a he him. Liquid death definitely yeah, is designed to look like a beer can. It I is think water. There's something there. It is absolutely water. Or it's just the biggest scam on everybody. And people are like, oh, it's, yeah, it's water. It's just water. And, you know, they're, you know, drunk off their, their rear end. Uh, okay, so this is a great opening so far. <laughs> Sorry, Miss Pollock. Uh, we are back in with Millennial Viewpoints. We're in, in that uh, long-running My Church Didn't Teach That series right. as we're covering different things under that umbrella. Uh, and we have moved into the book of Revelation. We covered schools of interpretation. And then this is going to be our second episode looking at specifically millennial viewpoints. Today, looking at amillennialism or amillennialism. <sighs> yeah. Amillennialism. It's the most refreshing view on millennialism that's, that's, that we have. Yes. Okay. That was bad <laughs> when I told you I was going to say that. But then now saying it again, I think it's it's good. That's Yeah. If you yeah. repeat something enough times. Uh, yeah, if you, that is true. If you listen to something you don't like a long time, you'll eventually like it. Mm. Isn't that interesting? If you tolerate something that you don't like over a period of time, you'll eventually appreciate it. It's a psychological phenomenon you can't avoid. That's scary. It is. <laughs> it's also uh, the same thing that works with... It's the same, same concept that works if you... Um, like have something and it needs to move like in your house, like you lay a magazine down in your house mm-hmm. and you just leave it there. Mm-hmm. If you walk by it enough times, it'll just stay there because what happens is you eventually just believe that's where it's supposed to be. That's why people that live with like clutter, they don't see the clutter because it's cluttered around them and they're yeah. always in it. That's and you have to have new like people that. come in and say, Hey, <laughs> look at this. It's cause once you put it there, so the so the Derek, rule is hoarder? yeah uh. to defeat yourself so you don't mess it up. As soon as you think of something, you're supposed to do it. So as soon as you say, "Oh man, I need to move that magazine," don't like move the magazine right then. Do it. It might cost you like a few seconds, but eventually it'll save you. Like, yeah. So because if not, what happens? Eventually, your brain has repeatedly seen it all the time, and then now you're blind to it. So, so this is just the like habit cycles too. Yeah. Habit cycles Everything. is part of that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's part of. But it's there's uh, several several ways in which our brain like processes stuff that causes those things, and then our personalities adapt to this it. This is when me and Josh's procrastination kicks in. Procrastination. When we leave yes. the magazine, never moves. High C's for life. Um, <laughs> was that what you were high C? He, he on is, the disc. He he's barely a. Uh, uh, 
C I S, right? I think I was S I C. Mainly S, and then an I, and then a C. C, yeah. Okay, then we're but, not. But they're both on the midline. I mean, yeah. both they're both above the midline. So okay, then you're high C, right? I was dominant high C. Yeah, and then I actually took it uh, again after the coaching. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about disc pro- personality disc profiles. Profile, yeah. If you're wondering, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, everybody that comes on staff, Manny has us go through this. Yeah, that's uh, good. But I was I was a high C, high C, and then uh, secondary was S, mm-hmm. and then D, and then the I is in the basement. So his that stayed the same when I took it again, but mm-hmm. my D moved into second place. Yeah, I can uh, see that. So that's good. So high high C, then D and S are probably real close, and then I have no I. So his I is lower. Your C and your S were higher than your I, right? Yeah. I think I can't remember. Don't He's like an advocate. Took, yeah. Okay. Took yeah. Did you take a picture? Well, you took a picture. See, he's our he's our Google guy. Yeah. Google guy. Yeah, I was an advocate. I, I had to pull my original one up yesterday. Then, uh, so he's good. But yeah, y'all are very similar in in type, except well, the S and C, both of them don't, are. D- don't do that to Derek. Don't. <laughs> no, no, Derek. Derek appreciates that. I don't know that Derek wants to to be me in any shape or form, but just there can be some some similarities. Yeah. But we're not going to say Derek is like me. Uh, <laughs> Derek is already uh, way cooler than I am, and, and he's more, he's uh, definitely committed. He's like, Josh has a better beard though. He's like the Fabio of. I mean, you're just getting started with your beard. I mean, Pastor Josh, he's he has like you know years of grooming. And you still have peach fuzz around your lips. Fishing shirts on all the time, though. And all the time. That's just because I'm fat. <laughs> That's the yeah, dad I'm, vibe. It's the dad vibe. No, if I wasn't fat, the t-shirt would be fine. I think, um, I it's a dad vibe. I already get told I'm a dad, so you do. People, yes, everybody. From school <laughs> Hopefully, nobody calls you daddy. Does people call <laughs> nope, you daddy? Nobody calls me that. <laughs> all right. Nope. All right, well, let's. where are we going with this? I got something I want to throw I know, out there. Man, this one's gone off the rails. Uh, so, I don't know if we should start over. It might not even or, be published. Uh, but, no, you know, our, our listener support is so high. Yeah. We can say anything. It is. We love you guys. Yeah, yeah it's it's, uh, it's like four people, but they really like it. So I wanted to sure. ask Pastor Josh if he knew. So I found this thing that ranks... Uh, conspiracies okay, like so. up the up the level <laughs> and like however far you are away oh, from the so the oh, bottom no. is grounded so to reality so pastor Manny has turned this on me and actually has created pastor josh's conspiracy theory yeah. hour uh so fine let's go man let's this see is where I'm at. this is conspiracy theories of pastor josh so I'm, so the top is detached from reality <laughs> and the bottom is oh, grounded no, 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 in no, reality no, no, no. I've, I've seen this thing this is was it like a washington post no 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 yeah, this no is, this is this is on the conservative no this is left-wing propaganda i've seen this thing <laughs> this is they because they put all of this like conservative viewpoint stuff like detached from reality and like okay sure buddy uh, but it, yeah, I think this is funny. That's that's pure. So 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 um, I don't even know what Project Mockingbird is. What's Project Mockingbird? I don't even know. I want to say that's a UFO thing, but I um, <clears throat> I have no idea. Young Derek's on the Google. Uh, is Free Britney a real thing too? What is? Oh that? yeah, no, oh, no, yeah. no. Free Britney. That's was, old. I don't All even right. remember exactly. Free Britney was about Britney Spears being in a conservatorship. Something like that, but basically, her dad controlled her life. Okay, and and this was recent. This was in with like the yeah, last yeah. year. She got, got. I remember people hashtagging out. She yeah, got out. Her no, friends no, she, freed her. She was finally like legally emancipated, but it's because she's mentally unstable, and the dad has yeah. He was trying to controlled her. everything for years and right. years and years, but she couldn't access all of her money or uh, make you know. So they would say legal decisions yeah. for herself. So according to this, Project Mockingbird's a real thing. Free Britney's a real thing. You know, everybody um, was real. Yeah, I know. So, but I mean, they're saying Watergate, all these. So, if you yeah. believe in any of these things and you've got who so, doesn't believe in Watergate, <laughs> I'm just telling you, like, some people are like, ah, I don't know about that. But if you're, if you don't, I don't know about Makes that, sense. you're at least you're still like, you know, like big tobacco light about cancers on here. So, if you're on here and you're like, 
you're yeah, trying to think I mean, that could yeah, be a conspiracy. That's, then you're at least you're if you believe on that realm, you're still grounded to okay, reality. So are, we, are we seeing how far up the ladder I go? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna test it out. Wait, okay, <laughs> young Derek, what's what's Project Mockingbird first? Okay, Project Mockingbird says Operation Mockingbird is an alleged large scale program of the United States Central Intelligence Agency that began in the early years of the Cold War and attempted to manipulate news media for propaganda purposes. Oh, absolutely. But that's a real thing. According to this, they're saying that's a real thing. So if you believe in that type of conspiracy, you're if, at least yeah, grounded to reality. You if you it. are like, breathing and you don't think you're being <laughs> lied to by the news media right now, I, think, I have a bridge to sell you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and honestly, like, I've got a couple of bridges we could sell you, and we'll, we'll refund the, the, the building here. Uh, all right. So then if you go up. Straight propaganda. If you go up to this one, is, is this probably. one was... Um, this one was pretty funny because this I did know about. But it said, so the next level, it means that you're beginning to cross over into the speculation line. And so one of them is UFOs. If you believe in UFOs as aliens or do you believe in UFOs as unidentified flying objects or the AIPs or whatever you call them? UAPs. UAPs. Unidentified so, aerial phenomena. And you yeah. are now over that line because you watch. I believe there's things there. I don't believe they're little green men. But I do believe there's something there. It might be terrestrial. Uh, might we, be we terrestrial. Yeah. yeah, it might be terrestrial, but there's something there. And I uh, mean, there was an entire that nobody did, did you know about that? What there was literally the uh, leak. Um, no, it's not leaked anymore. It was a public government hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like, I watched. Hearing? I watched like four, yeah, four no, hearings, four days it, of it. it. This was two months ago. Three, yeah, three or four. Two, three months ago, there was a there was a complete. Government hearing, like congressional hearing on all of the uh, UFO information, basically. And they had everybody come in, that. and they made it public. And, and it was yeah. basically, I, some guy, somewhere on social media, put it best, I think. I can't remember who it was, but it was essentially, uh, this is where we're at in our, our culture, ladies and gentlemen. We're more right. worried about the gas prices. They're literally telling us that there's UFOs and aliens yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares anymore. Right. It's, and then, it's like, like, they have video. And the guys yeah. show the video. And this is like governmental yeah. video. I remember, like, it was, I think it was during COVID, like, the leak. Yeah, yeah there was some stuff that came out during COVID. Stuff. So, uh, it was funny. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I, I'm okay with Aliens. X-Files is a great show. You should watch it. it All right. So, um, so, so... <laughs> So the next thing, if you believe Doctor Who aliens, or, or maybe like I watched uh, just because we were watching this, I don't know if you're going to quiz me on it, but um, the uh, Doctor Strange uh, multiverse. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I felt like I was watching it's the Do- Doctor Who version of Marvel. I could, I could see that. It was just, and then like even some bit. of the artwork and the video, and then I saw it's that Sam Rainey guy, it's or whatever. Sam Raimi. But, yeah, but I was like, Sam I was Raimi like, has a very yeah. I don't know if you guys saw, but I think. Thor has some. I haven't has seen some Thor yet. Scary I stuff. Money. Like I feel like sometimes the newest it's, one. It's, yeah, it's darker than Multiverse of Madness. Bro. I, it just it just is so, really yeah. Some scenes were just like whoa. This is like the Thor twisted. Love and Thunder is darker than the, well, the one the that had movie. demon trippy people part. Okay, <laughs> not the uh, entire movie. All right, all so right. so okay. you can believe in UFOs. I want to see that one. The other one they have on here is if you start to believe that Epstein didn't kill himself. So I knew about that. So <laughs> so if you start to believe that then at least you're still kind of connected to reality. Okay, right. so this is like, so, okay. so what they say here is... Does anybody actually believe that Epstein killed himself? I'm going to throw that in the reverse. I, I, <laughs> I have no idea, but all I'm saying is it's a possibility. I, mean, I was listening to something phone. yesterday, and they were talking about the Clinton body count, and it's kind of like, you know, yeah. if you hit... I think they actually looked it up, and, and the, the count is now at 39 yeah, people that have wow. randomly suicided themselves. Yeah, uh, and well, I like, mean, if if you were you know a boss mm-hmm. and thirty nine of your employees just happened <laughs> to turn up dead, uh, would at some point you'd be like, you know, there's something, and you're not Italian, there's something going on here, and and you don't live in one of the Chicago, yeah, New York, and then you know, I think they said the LA. last guy like managed to simultaneously hang himself and shoot himself in the chest. That um, makes sense. Yeah. Because that's that happens all the time. So, yes. So, yeah. so at least, so I'm starting to get there. So, what they're saying basically at this point is, if you're struggling with UFOs and you're struggling with, um, you know, Epstein, you you haven't left reality yet, but you're starting to have questions on 
on a lot of stuff. And that's that's not too bad, but it's okay. So the next part, though, you've left reality. All right, you've left reality See, at this, this point. This is where I yeah I remember seeing so, this. And it's like so Kyle Jenner, uh, Kylie Jenner is a clone. <laughs> All right, Tupac is alive and still in Serbia. I hear people. Serbia. Elvis lives. All right, Prince Charles hey, is hey, a no, real well, vampire. Have you seen the sightings? I'm, no, no, no. I'm I'm going with the Men in Black line on this. Yeah. Elvis didn't die; he just went home. Um, <laughs> Michael Jackson is still alive. Avril Lavigne is replaced. Ooh, I've seen that one. See, that's what I'm saying. The the mattress for money laundering scheme. Wait, have y'all heard um, about um, Paul McCartney being replaced? Stevie Wonder's not really blind. (laughs) (laughs) Really? So so what I'm saying is, so so when you get to this point, you're no longer grouted anymore. You're not like question. This is, you're beginning to leave reality altogether and you're in a whole nother world all right so that so that so that, no no how, how do you make the jump from okay epstein who was around we live in a simulation is the one that's below that so i'd, I'd go simulation bar f- before i go <laughs> you know alien clone uh but yeah well, I, I, mean, I didn't make this whoever made this is, is zuckerberg a lizard <laughs> that's the question <laughs> have so, you seen him drink water <laughs> Have you seen him drink water? So, so, <laughs> like, so here, I'm here, a human. I will do this at the, now. At the low end of the next, at the low end of the next spot, which, uh, you know, you're beginning to do danger to yourself and others. At the bottom is, at the bottom is, you believe that Biden is a robot. Ever wait? Heard that Biden? No. Fake moon landing. That's that's plausible. Um, yeah, I've heard that a lot. Yeah, well, the one they were talking about Kamal Harris is a robot. Yeah, five G causes cancer. Ooh, is Bill um, Gates involved in that? I think Bill Gates is involved in that. You know, Bill Gates. I th- he is now either the largest or one of the largest farmland owners. I want to say in the country, but it might be globally. Mm-hmm. Really, he is. He's like globally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's like just quietly through some some subsidiaries purchased up tons and tons and tons of farmland, hmm. and he is a very big advocate of the fake meat, the synthetic meat that they've started putting out in the last few years. The here's one I don't know anything about this, but uh, Wayfair oh, does yeah, trafficking. No, that, what, so. That I don't know if that was. <laughs> We're getting into the pastor shot. <laughs> so, you didn't hear about the Wayfair thing? Oh, no, I'll, I don't. That? It's not. And what I'm saying is, is like this is like crazy stuff. Here's, so, We're moving into crazy stuff. No, no, no. Okay, I think the Wayfair thing might have happened, but I don't know that it was a full blown like the higher ups in the company were actively doing this across the board. It right. was a it was a human trafficking thing where they were saying if you went on to Wayfair and right. ordered, you know. This specific cabinet, mm-hmm. or like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy this wardrobe for fifteen thousand dollars on right. here, and I, I'm making sure to get the chestnut brown version with the X number of drawers. Mm-hmm. Well, you get a piece of furniture with a human being shipped to you. <laughs> okay. But it was well, well, no, it was. I mean, it's a thought. Well, again, you, I don't know that it was, was something. I think it might have happened, but I don't know right. that it was a widespread conspiracy there. Well, it was it was one of those like show again, me the from from the top down situation. Right. I don't know, but I mean, just from a human trafficking and sex slave perspective, there's there's yeah, they male people. There's more widespread human slavery now than there ever has been in oh, history. Yeah. Yeah. Sex slavery is a, a massive thing, and even in the U.S., uh, we we act like it doesn't happen. But you know, yeah. look up um, this Jacksonville is a major thoroughfare. 95, 95 I-10 corridor. Dude, everywhere. People don't think it exists in the yeah. U.S. And it's, it's, yeah. we it's, got our par- it's horrendous. Our partner, so this is a serious, our partner organization, um, uh, One More Child, which is uh, the new name for the Florida Baptist Children's Home, um, last year rescued 74 women out of, yeah. out of uh, slavery, all of them under the age of uh, 21. And um, are in the process of trying to get them help. And uh, recently, they've 
even helped uh, women who had young children Mm -hmm. who were in that system. And some of them had already had their young children taken and moved into sex slavery. Yeah. So that's like a real deal. And, but the Wayfair and the furniture, if you're starting to believe that you're moving to the point of no return, just, 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 that's what this is saying. So last, how, how is that worse than believing Kylie Jenner's a clone? <laughs> no, the part because okay, happens sex is, trafficking exists. I don't know that Kylie Jenner being a clone is well. What they're saying is they're putting it on perspective, like way down at the bottom, it's just goofy. You're okay, as you start to get up top, you're starting to like you know ruin the fabric of society. <laughs> so that's like what. It, so here's here's at the very very top, the very very top. So so we're, that, we're seeing if I'm uh, if I've left yeah, the we, planet. Basically. We we're trying to feel so. So, uh, when you believe at the top, here's what they said that, uh, if you believe these things, then, uh, the world, you're completely detached from reality. There's a danger for you and other people. And you believe that the world is ruled by some supreme shadow elite, uh, figure that is controlling everything. So you believe in the The antichrist that's completely... So, 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 so yeah. here's one okay. that's at very, very top. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you deny the, if you deny the Holocaust, all right. So if you deny the Holocaust, then you're completely <laughs> detached. There's people. I, hey, there are people. There's I've been tons of people that deny the Holocaust. So you're like way out there. Like that's like a problem. That's a that's like a pretty large left wing tenant in most of your Islamic state. Uh, is a problem People with that. There's a problem with that. There, there was no Holocaust. Yeah, there's a problem with that. You'd be scary. So, like, because that's like a real thing. Like a real thing, like yeah, documented. Like, that, yeah. I know they do. So, I I'm saying is there's a lot of people. Yeah. So, the and here's here's another one. I do believe there's a Holocaust, so I'm still. Right. So, yeah, so, Pastor Josh, you believe in reptilian overlords running the world. Facebook. <laughs> All right. I mean, yeah. uh, <laughs> if, you're, if you're at this level, um, uh, you, uh, you're, you are, you are, can, this is one that, that is Show like, me I a mean, video of Mark Zuckerberg blinking. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you're, you believe in Pizzagate. I don't know what Pizzagate is. Oh, that's a QAnon thing. Um, I don't know what Pizzagate is, but you believe in Pizzagate. Uh, he's struggling. So I'm man. I, mm. And the last one is you've totally- okay again again I don't know I'm not a, I'm not going to be 100 percent on Pizzagate, but there's elements of that that I I absolutely believe happen. I don't even know what Pizzagate is. It's it's real nasty. Dark All right, stuff, Google. Man. It's it's going it's going to get back in the child trafficking thing. Oh, don't don't Google Pizzagate. Don't Google I'm, Pizzagate. No, you. <laughs> too late, too late, man. That is that was one of those things that they tied in with QAnon, but basically a pizza part. It's. It's tied in with your yeah. your underbelly of government and ruling powers, mm. and they it was child molestation, and oh, even got horrible. into like satanic child sacrifice circle stuff. Oh. And oh, that's horrible! It's uh, horrible. It's good not to listen to the news. That's horrible. That's probably not news, but it was that was yeah. So they they tried to rope that in with QAnon, which they tried to rope in QAnon with basically if you're a Trump supporter. You're this far out, mm-hmm. uh, and so that that was yeah. That's some of this stuff. The other, uh, the other one again, on here I, is know, there's flat Earth and hollow Earth theory. So those are those are other ones that once you get up to that point, you're you're skirting no, it's, detached it's, from reality. It's not a hollow Earth. It's not clear. flat Earth. It's a velociraptor shaped <laughs> Earth that's floating through space. Um, so so there you have it people <laughs> we have now affirmed or ranked uh, pastor josh um am, am i am i detached from reality now Is no that... you're 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 somewhat grounded somewhat so somewhat you're grounded. you're kind of okay. in that spectrum because you wouldn't you wouldn't confess to everything uh i'm 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 gonna um, yeah i believe partial uh levels of some of that stuff with like Epstein absolutely did not kill himself. And Ghislaine Maxwell is, uh, we're, we're going to be prophetic here. Um, yeah, she's not making it to the end of that, that prison sentence. Not happening. All um, right, well, we'll see it. She's already. Pastor Josh called it right here. So, and now Dude, that I've I, given all that, I, I want know, you to. She's lasted this long. I think they're just doing it because it was so Brown, If Corey Brown in the state of Florida can be let out of jail, 
move to Orlando and run for Senate Congress again, anybody can make it through jail. No, but she doesn't she doesn't have the the dirty laundry of every, you know, power. And this is where the She's got some dirty laundry. Not like this. No. Okay. Not dude, I'm just ta- saying you're talking about the Epstein stuff caused British royalty to lose their position. Like the Queen yeah. kicked him out. Yeah. <laughs> like this is and that's where the Pizzagate stuff comes in. It's like, no, I don't believe a hundred percent of Pizzagate, but um there was an island with a bunch of underage girls and all of the world superpowers just happened to show up at this island. There's stuff going on. Oh yeah. And there's, there's horrible stuff going on. And it gets back to the sex trafficking on, yeah. thing. Uh the horrible. organization you you mentioned, absolutely look into that. Operation Underground Railroad, if you are not familiar yeah, with them. It's a big deal. Absolutely look into that and support them. You're you're talking about do you know Operation Underground Railroad? Nope. Okay. So um they're tied in a lot with Glenn Beck, who, you know, don't hold that against him, but Glenn Beck has done some good stuff. Glenn Beck started the Nazarene Fund when there was the major Christian persecution, I want to say, in Iraq or Iran. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iran. Iran. However you pronounce it correctly. Uh, but they were basically killing off Christians. So he was, yeah. he created a fund to try and get as many of those people out. And now that's now continuing to do humanitarian work, Operation Underground Railroad. Uh, has partnered with them so much that they're they're working a lot through a bunch of. I just saw horrible um, video here recently. But Operation Underground Railroad primarily is underage sex trafficking, and it's a bunch of retired spec ops guys that go in and pull these kids out of places all over the world. And it's it's large amounts of people like mm-hmm. what you just said is oh we just saved forty kids yeah oh we just it's pulled crazy. out you know. 150 kids in this quote-unquote orphanage that was really just a, a cover front yeah uh and the jla um the justice uh league of america no Superman? what okay. is it justice uh <laughs> not league justice something yeah. but they um jml justice mission league or something i don't know yeah. what it is some, some kind of superpower sounding name yeah, yeah, yeah. But they've been doing it for a long time. It started with just him mm. being contacted by somebody who found that their daughter was in a European country. Yeah. And they couldn't get her out. And so he was a litigator, a lawyer, went to do it law style. They could not get her out. So he basically got guns for hire, mm. went in on a helicopter and got her out. And ever since then, they started this nonprofit organization that actually yeah. works with the American government to try to rescue, you know, women and children and men and people who have been, you know, enslaved and taken advantage of. And, uh, and it's it's major. And it's again, like I don't. I guess it's just the American viewpoint mm-hmm. and yeah. being in our bubble, but we mm-hmm. don't think this stuff is still happening. Like the Nazarene Fund video that I was I was just mm-hmm. talking about. Um, you had to click through a warning just to see it on social media. And it was uh, somewhere in Africa, but they had essentially uncovered an organ harvesting. Yeah. They were literally impregnating women and they were like, they found pits of bodies mm-hmm. and just full blown human trafficking, full blown organ trafficking. And it it was just like, we're horrible. Just, yeah. Slaves are resource. We're, we're going to kill them and sell them off. We're yeah. going to make money. And it, it's still happening. So it's uh, those kind of things. Yeah. yeah. Those kind of things that you're hearing about. They say the Super Bowl every year is like one of the largest human trafficking events on the planet. Uh, I, you know? I, You gather enough people together and you're going to get sick stuff. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things like when it comes down to, we're talking about Revelation and talking about end times and like. This, why you can't be preterist. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is what and, makes uh, you think, okay, for sure, Jesus is coming back soon. He has to. And I think one of the things that as perspective, as we talk about, we're going to talk about amillennialism, but as sick as this is, if you read the history, the written history of information (laughs) that happened around the time when Jesus came back, like what was going on in Corinth, what was going on in Ephesus, there is no difference. That's what's, that's what's sad. Yeah. You had all of these same things, sexual exploits, uh, you know, destroying children and families' lives, you know, oppressing women, uh, had all this going on, except then there was no legal yeah. ramifications. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was like, this is just what happened. There was no protections. 
And one of the neat things is that one of the Talk things about the fallout of sin and demonic influence yeah. throughout history. It, yeah, it's, 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 it's always it's there. there. I mean, and you go, you start reading into records of these uh, cultures that had, you know, like really perverted, you know, God like Baal worship and other stuff. I mean, you see, it was really destructive to human. And then you set that course well, the, into like, Christianity. The Mayan thing, right? With yeah. the high priest and big deal. The the Spaniards come in there and there's literally just like walls of skulls from mm-hmm. all the sacrifices and people eating human hearts and everything. And yeah. If you watch Apocalypto, it, it's pretty dark. Uh, this Mel Gibson movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would recommend it, but it, it he, he, he went pretty hard on it. And mm. Well, just you have all that picture. Yeah. And then in pops Christianity. And one of the things that Christianity does that disturbs all of that in the, in the first century is they're rescuing babies that were aborted. Mm-hmm. They are taking slaves, women and children slaves, and making them equals. rights and property owners and equals. They're giving them authority within the community, not just within the church. Mm-hmm. They are helping people to and pushing men who are at this time uh, primarily male-driven, bigoted, you know, society of oppression, and they're pushing them to complementarian and mutuality and helping them to see, like, here, this is how you treat one another based on this rule that Jesus said love, Mm. completely changes the game. And so you see how, like, humanly attractive that becomes. That's why I like the story of Christianity. I like the idea of, you know, Christ coming back, that even in our world today, when you see the grossness of it, you see the horrible of it, you see the, the extent of humanity in all of its wretchedness. And we might say we're removed from it, like Pastor Josh thinks we're in another country, and we're kind of removed and it's all quiet, and, you know, it might even be on the spectrum of real or not real, but you see the wretchedness of that. We're not even able to see the wretchedness of our own hearts, but you see the wretchedness, the darkness, the, the disgustingness of other humans, and you realize Christianity paints a different picture and i think what the world mostly sees is the christianity that lost its roots in christ and became a religious governmental you know affiliation but when you go back to the roots in christ and you see what it did in the first century and how it changed the game how it influenced an entire nation and world today has that same power and that's what I'm hoping, like, as, even as we talk about this, that we can always clue back into, because that's when, when the real goodness of God will, will pervade. Because ultimately, he's coming back and, and will win. But in the meantime, the church has a job yeah. to rescue and to redeem and to, to, mm-hmm. to help save some of these that have been lost, torn, and hurt. Mm-hmm. We're saved for good works, to be that light. Amen. Amen. All right, Pastor Josh, what do we need to learn today? Oh, we got your news story. Oh, yeah. We now got that we got super dark, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of it's light. It's a good news right. story, right? It actually is. Kind of. Yeah, I told everybody you were doing good news on, on, on here if they wanted to clue in. So you better be good news, Josh. No, it's You're good ready. news. It's, 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 uh, it's cool. Uh, it, from a science scene. <laughs> it's not fake news. We're, we're going back to space, the final frontier. I love space. Ah, yes. Well, is science even real? <laughs> Science is real, but birds aren't. Okay, um, <laughs> I'm I'm gone, man. I'm just ten full hat. Don't, we're not going to start with conspiracy theories. Ten full hat all the way. Okay, uh, this was yesterday. Yesterday. So, if you are of a certain age, the Hubble Space Telescope was the yeah. number one guy up there. Did the new pictures come out? The new pictures Ooh. were oh, released yesterday oh, from. I want to see them so bad. The James Webb Telescope. Yeah, James Webb. Yeah, uh, released. Yesterday, yeah. So this was brand new news. Yeah, it, I've been it, I've been looking forward news. to that. Wedge Im, uh, Webb's image covers a patch of sky approximately the size of a grain of sand held at arm's length by someone on the ground and reveals thousands of galaxies in a tiny sliver of yeah. a vast universe. Uh, sharp in- near-infrared view brought out faint structures in extremely distant galaxies, offering the most detailed view of the early universe to date. And uh, it will continue to release some of these photos. Now, this is a audio only podcast, so go look it up yourself. But oh, wow. if you've seen any of those old mm-hmm. Hubble uh, pictures that were always amazing, uh, this is it. So yeah, yeah. Did you know those are all galaxies? So so, you- so this space. All right. So you can look. I don't know if anybody's going to do it yet, but there's a 
this is version three of that same spot. Yep. So initially, the first telescope that took a picture of this spot, it only revealed a complete black space. Uh-huh. Then Hubble pointed at this spot and revealed all of these, what they thought were stars. Yeah, yeah. So now, what they assumed, with the web. they thought they would look at it with a web, and they thought they were going to see like planets and stuff. Yeah. And what you're telling me is Those they're seeing galaxies. galaxies. Wow. That, to me, is amazing. Yeah, yeah for The sure. unfolding expanse of this universe should just make us feel completely <laughs> tiny. Oh, yeah. Really, really. And then it should make us really like be consumed with, okay, I believe God made all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I've like, got chills. Which goes I cannot back, wait. It goes back to my like whole, like, what's eternity like? Uh, space exploration. Come on. <laughs> okay. With me. That's not on the chart, but we can <laughs> put it on there. Got images of a dying star, too. That's the new Isn't one, too? Beautiful, yeah. Oh, wow. That's a nebula? It looks like a nebula. Uh-huh. It's a <laughs> but I did, like, if you zoom in on the new web photo, one, I'm, I'm sure there's, it looks like uh, it's probably light movement over time and everything. So there's some warping around, I'm assuming just the picture, somebody that has scientific knowledge would understand greater than me but if you zoom in on some of these you can actually make out spaceships the, well yes no uh the galaxy shapes that they they tell us so like hey this is a spiral galaxy yeah, like spiral, a, yeah. A, milky way uh you can see spirals on some of these things mm-hmm. and it's it's pretty incredible uh to think yeah again about the size or they the estimate on the the Milky Way is where 100,000 light years, mm-hmm. so 100,000 years of light speed, it just gets across our galaxy. And then there's another trillion or so galaxies that are floating out there, uh, according to that image. So I mean, Joe Biden unveiled this image, so he's, he, he's the real hero here. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't think anybody on the left or the right believes <laughs> Joe Biden is actively doing anything anymore. Uh, I'm not even getting into politics at that point. We all just know he's Grandpa Joe, and he needs to go take a nap. Uh, Papa Joe. Dude, this is gorgeous. This is awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, dude, Josh. Yeah, I had not seen these. I, we, I, Phoenix and I watched all the documentaries of Hubble, and then we watched the documentary of the, um, the, that, because we're getting ready for it, yeah. the, the release, yeah, yeah. and we watched the launch. And so we've been, we've been eyeing it. I love space. I had, I, it's one of my favorite things. So there's a... Uh... There's some cool, crazy stuff in this in this picture. That's you look cool. At it and just, yeah, it's gorgeous. Just to think about, and the the tiny, like, infinitesimal focus of it, when we yeah. think about it from our perspective. Yeah, like it says, okay, hold a grain of sand up to the eye sky. That little bit <laughs> is that dot. Has uh, all of those. Yeah, I so. got this book um, by Hugh Ross. About, it's called Why the U- I got a book by Hugh Ross. It was called "Why the Universe Is the Way It Is," and it's just, of course, you know, Hugh Ross, the Christian scientist. He's just like going in depth about like everything about the universe. I didn't understand the majority of it, but it was still cool to read. Mm-hmm. Like this, the universe is just incredible. Like mm-hmm. I can't even grasp. And it all points to the creator. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it's cool. E- even some scientists now are seeing structure and design mm-hmm. that would claim atheism or agnosticism. They've got to bend over backwards to go. Yeah, it happened randomly. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. it's pretty cool. All right. Where are we Millennialism. Ah, oh, millennial. Yes. Okay, so we'll, we'll recap. The millennial view is looking primarily at Chapter 20 in the Book of Revelation and uh, where that is referenced. And there's different viewpoints on that. I know that's hard to believe if you've ever been in a church that there wasn't complete and absolute unity of thought across all <laughs> congregants. Uh, however, that's just not the case. So we have different viewpoints, different interpretations. Amillennialism is one of those interpretations. Probably amill and premill are your two predominant viewpoints, I, w- I would think. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out and branch and say premill for the American church is your... People love that one. Your top. So Amel is is coming in second place, maybe. Yeah. Uh we we post mill, not so much. Mm-hmm. Uh so and again, this is the this is trying to figure out a couple different things it's talking about. So you've got this time period in which Jesus ascended and he said, I'm coming back. And you need to know that. And the time period in Revelation where it says Jesus actually came back, 
So the parousia, so Jesus, so the incarnation of the parousia, so this is this is it. So it's an inauguration of the kingdom of God, right? With the coming of Christ, that's exactly right. And then that's going to be culminated at some point, mm-hmm. and then it's all trying to figure out the in between, in between. And then what happens to the saints? So what happens to the yeah. the Christians? And so we know everyone agrees there's going to be a time of tribulation, a time of struggle, but it's who is going to have to go through that struggle is the is the thing. So you have um, the so you have tribulation, premillennialism was this idea rapture, that the timeline. Yeah, yeah, he's you know we're not going to have to experience this. There's all goodness and woohoo, yaha, and the yeah. millennial reign's already started. You know, kind of kind of thing. And everybody's like, okay, that ain't right. And uh, so now you got postmillennialism and amillennialism. So, so we have amill. Ah is mm-hmm. the a at the beginning of the word is yep. negating. So if we think of not going to do it, atheist. So right. if you're a theist, you believe there's a God. An atheist. An, an atheist or an atheist would mm-hmm. say, no God. So this isn't exactly correct when we say amillennial. Mm-hmm. They're saying it's not a literal thousand years. That's right. Now they're believing that there's a time period here mm-hmm. uh, that we are actually currently in. So if you're an amillennialist, congratulations, you made it. You're in. Yeah, you're in. You're in the millennium. If you believe uh, right now, you're in. Yes. Uh, if you want to change your viewpoint, the course of this uh, this podcast you you have moved from not being in the millennium to being in the millennium uh in the reign of christ so there you go good stuff yeah so the so the um so it's it's largely this is the more sim symbolic view yeah christ is always already reigning even though he's not present on earth yes but we're we're looking at kind of an interpretation of this is symbolic language this is correlating so it, it does get into schools of interpretation, mm-hmm. uh, idealist view, uh, which which Mandy most identified with, right? And then yeah, uh, I got a couple. some of the Praetorist and Historicist views. I'm eclectic. Yes. Eclectic panmillennialist. I'm yes. all of them. Yeah. Uh, all That's of that a true stuff. thing. True thing. <laughs> so some of the elements of Historicism, Praetorism, and idealist. So this, this works in with that, but not looking... At your kind of left behind series viewpoint. That's that right. There's not really going to be a rapture where everybody disappears. There's not a second coming where there's Jesus shows up. Then there's another thousand years. Then there's more falling away. Then it all culminates. Yeah, there's no literal timeline here. There's yeah. a lot of symbolism, and the symbolism can be interpret, in, interpreted allegorically, or it could be interpreted as a way to, if you're, so if you're, you believe that this was just for the new the New Testament church, that first century, it could be interpreted as, hey, understand that this thing that you're going through, Christ is already the, the reigning king, and, mm-hmm. and you're going to go through this. It could, it, if you're coming from a futurist standpoint, you believe that those things are going to happen, they're just not going to happen to you, and, but it's symbols, and so maybe some of the stuff that is happening, you know, in the future and predicted could happen, like so these world wars, this trauma, all this stuff. So it just, it really goes back to how you some of those decisions from the discussion that we had before that you make determine how you view the millennial reign. Yeah. And where rapture and, and the parousia, the coming of Christ, and the, the, all that happens. And so you kind of almost have to pick a lane, or you have to, like I, I do, you kind of th- say, okay, I kind of got a little bit of that, and I kind of a little bit of that, and so I've got my own like lane I'm running on when it comes okay, to interpretation. So, so what are some good arguments, some good points? for being an amillennialist? So one of the things that I think is good about being an amillennialist is that it's not timeline specific. So you're not having having to. <laughs> That's a great word. Um, you're not bound to a millennial reign in which Christ is on the earth, on the throne. And that those little tiny scriptures in chapter 20, you're not trying to you know, make sense out of that. So it gives you some freedom in that passage where similar to how the, the early believers, like with Paul, hey, we thought that some of us were going to be resurrected. Jesus said that we wouldn't die, but now they're all dead. And Paul has to like fight early on with the church and try to help correct their doctrine that just because Jesus hasn't come back yet, he's still reigning, but he is also still coming back. And so these deaths aren't aren't something that should trigger your faith loss. In fact, it should 
trigger you to go, if Jesus was resurrected and we believe that, then you too will be resurrected. So I think it does allow for a an okay belief and affirming the faith and believing that Jesus is coming back without this hard set, like here's the millennial reign and this is how it's going to happen. And I, it kind of opens you up to some of that where you can you be okay with the looseness of it. It also says that if this is symbolic, then some of these other crazy things that people try to make, like, you know, the grasshoppers are helicopters and this, like, so if there's this portion of symbolism that's mm-hmm. okay, then maybe some of these other things that are symbolism too, which people take as literal, might also be symbolism as well. And so it changes our interpretation, changes the structure. And so you can kind of, you kind of feel like there can be some fluidity there without losing your faith or not believing that, that Jesus is there. I think those things would be important to grab a hold of if you believe this theory. Yeah. There could be others too, but that's just what to think about. So gets away from... The church age is another one. Like we're not really in... Like a lot of people are fighting right now whether the church age is over yeah, or if it, we're still in it. And well, there's not that. If you in a millennial, you're okay with with no literal church mm-hmm. age. So there is a, there is a return of Christ mm-hmm. that, that will culminate history in the church age mm-hmm. in this viewpoint. That's, that's not negated. It's just the millennium is, is happening now. Yeah. Some of the, he's event- already reigning. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so you have kind of your preterist historians view that some of the, the prophecy has been fulfilled. So looking at mm-hmm. AD 70, follow the, yeah. the temple, that sort of thing. Uh, Culmination of Scripture. Culmination of Scripture in some of these things, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. Dr. Sam Storms, I think, is is one guy I looked up and, and listened to. He's a uh, pretty heavy amillennialist, excuse mm-hmm. me, uh, but digs into a good number of these things as well. Um, allows for... I'm going blank on what I was... It's fun. Wait until you get older. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... This fits, so amillennialism, where I wouldn't say I'm like hardcore amillennialism because I'm, I'm a pamillennialist, but <laughs> amillennialism makes all, if I had to grab one that wasn't pamillennialism, yeah. which pamillennialism is like a joke, but then I started accepting yeah. it as a theory, like everything's just going to pan out, like that's my theory. Oh, um, this so, is the one that we were talking about before where we, we get chocolate graham crackers and marshmallows over the, the lake of fire yeah. uh, at the end of it. So. <laughs> but this, this amillennialism would fit. <laughs> Having an eclectic viewpoint and having a yeah. first century viewpoint, amillennialism fits that, and it helps to make all of those things work out. And it also puts the church still in a position of not just authority, but in use. Whereas if you go with a dispensational point and a hardcore perspective that the church age is finished, then all of us in church right now, we're pointless. And so that's that's a hard that's why I think it's really really hard with some of these if you take a hard hard stance on it ultimately you're saying and we we've, we've seen that there was a a guy on the radio for a long time and um who um um was it Haggard or whatever his name is in in Texas with the big charts and everything I can't remember his name Hagee. Hagee. And so uh when you start taking these hard stances like this is finished you start classifying that these things are done and if the church age is done then why is the church here what is the church's mission? And then you say, okay, does that mean that Christ isn't coming back or he has abandoned us? You know what I mean? So you have all these other auxiliary questions. Amillennialism allows for those things not to even be brought into the topic because it kind of pulls that millennial reign out of, mm-hmm. of specifics, gives it a symbolic tone, suggests that Christ is already in power on his throne, and it really lends to that idea that we talk about often, which is the now, not yet. Yeah. We believe that Christ is already uh, working now, but it hasn't been finally resolved, and so we have this not yet portion, and this fits there. But there, are, I mean, there, there are things that could be, you know, problematic for some people too, because they'll read the passage of scripture and go, "No, this is what the Bible says. This is what it has to mean." Yeah. But you got to figure out what that is. And I think um, some of the issues that that popped up against kind of your your premial view uh, that Storms brought up when I when I watched him that. Seemed pretty solid. We looked at our New Testament and we look at ideas of the second coming of Christ. Okay, in in your premill view, so this is saying there is a th- literal thousand years following the second coming of Christ. You're still dealing with death. There are people that die following this. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's Jesus Christ ruling over what is essentially still a fallen world until the culmination of this. 
you have people being deceived, and all of these things happen following the second coming of Christ, mm-hmm. which as we, we kind of look through Scripture in the New Testament, it's saying ah, when Christ comes back, there's an end of death, there's an end mm-hmm. of sin, there's a culmination of all things. So you have some of those viewpoints that might lend themselves towards amillennialism. So, okay, what would be a, a negating stance? So I would say, eh, I don't know about this one. Yeah, so one of the, I pulled this up, so it's out of my, I had referenced this, it's, so it's the um, New International Commentary, NICOT, mm-hmm. um, by Mounts, Mounts is the bomb. Um, and this is what he said, so a question normally raised by non-millennialarians, or <laughs> amillennialists, right, is what is the purpose of the thousand-year reign? The usual answer is that it is the vindication within history of the cause of Christ. With the establishment of the kingdom of God upon earth, there is tangible and convincing proof of the victory of the righteousness over evil. So there's this idea that, okay, if we don't have a millennium, there's still evidence that Christ won Mm -hmm. and he's doing good work, right? So uh, then he says, there is another response, however, that is more specific and grows out of the text itself, noting that the millennial reign with Christ should be limited to martyrs who gave their lives rather than submit to the blasphemous demands of the emperor worship. It understands the thousand-year reign as a special reward to the martyrs of chapter 6. These were told to wait under the altar until their number would be complete and then their blood would be avenged upon those who dwell upon the earth. The millennium is not, for John, the messianic age foretold by the prophets of the Old Testament, but a special reward for those who have paid with their lives the price of faithful opposition to the idolatrous claims of Antichrist. Now, this is where, if it is a symbolic viewpoint, that's when you have to really assert why and how and what those you know symbols mean. And so what uh, Mounts does is he so always goes back to the text. here. That, that throws a wrench in some things, right? Well, then- the... There's one martyr, is one all believers, is one all human beings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Spiritual, yeah. physical, yeah. Yeah, and what we believe, and so there's also, that's when, well, when you start bringing that up, then you have to get into, okay, what is the Greek theology or Greek concept of cultural concepts about what is a resurrection? Mm. When is the resurrection? Is it at death? Is it a soul resurrection? Or is it the Bali resurrection we're waiting for? So then the symbolism would be the, the, um, it doesn't get convoluted. Yeah, so so the symbolism would be so if you took this viewpoint, you would say multiple resurrections. So everybody is with Christ at the paradise. Can we reinforce at, immediate, at this point that this is probably yeah. a tertiary doctrine that it's, has no actual yes, bearing it's on so, so what crazy. you should do as a Christian? Yeah, it's so great. But like, if you did believe it, you say, okay, so those who died in Christ died in Him. They are with yeah. Him, and so this is where yeah. it comes into my viewpoint of yeah, yeah. this is my personal viewpoint that there is a paradise. There is this place in which. God holds and and has his beloved mm-hmm. at the same time there's a not yet experience of the bodily in the bodily reincarnation yeah. I don't know if that's the right so word so to be but, absent from the body is to be present with the lord right. so that is yeah in right. scripture and right. then so then there's a future at the that the final coming or the parousia of Christ in which the body so and many believes in a purgatory of, not a purgatory that's what you have to remember not a purgatory no, no, no. unless you're willing to pay indulgences and I need some so uh, but but eventually the, the body and the soul will be united for a full yeah. eternal life yeah. and so I, I think that's what's hard but but the the so what he goes what, on to what say is it is, when, the, when the coin in the the box rings the soul from purgatory springs yeah. is that oh that is a rhyme I've heard that before yeah yeah no that was the that was the whole so Luther Thing. The we other gotta, we got to come up with a rhyme. Yeah, the when other your digital that, giving clicks through. Uh, the, when your yeah, digital yeah. giving clicks through, <laughs> you'll feel like you got to take a poo. I don't know. So, um, but uh, raspberries. So yeah, old, okay. So then he goes into the next theories. Well, is this a societal millennial reign? Mm-hmm. Is this a political reign? So then, know. so so he goes through all of these different types of theories, and then ultimately he gets to where I feel like he goes. He has scriptural evidence, so. This is actually talking about the rest of the dead. Yeah. So this is the dead who rest in Christ. Mm. And then he goes on to say um, that, uh, that there is a final resurrection that ultimately happens that's uh, part of the chapter 21 and stuff yeah. that comes out. And so he kind of is okay with an amillennial view. I think it fits for what I have. I'm not 100% on 
for me personally, I haven't settled in because I like to piece it together because there's so much I don't understand. And so if I feel like I have to take a slot and then I start going, ooh, that's not right, that's not right, yeah. mm-hmm. then I go, okay, I don't know if I can take that view wholeheartedly. Um, uh, so so I like how he, he says it's okay. I like how he, he, he moves it. But then once you get into that realm and you start dealing with the symbology or symbiology, I don't know what, how you'd say it, but... Uh, yeah, it right the first time. Okay, symbology. As soon as you, you say that, then you have to assess what do those things mean. Yeah. And what I would say in this, and we talked about before, if you have anything that takes you back to Scripture and is validated by Scripture, you can hold on to that. But if you have simple thoughts that take you away from Scripture and away from what God has communicated already by His Word, don't believe that. So for me, like that goes back to the helicopters and grasshoppers. When somebody starts saying, that these grasshoppers were actually helicopters and they're going to come across and John was seeing helicopters and they were shooting missiles, you know, air-to-ground missile. Don't believe those people. Those people are crazy, okay? (laughs) If it didn't, if the first hearers didn't understand it that way, you can't understand it that way. So they, how did they hear the symbolism? They heard it a certain way. They understood it a certain way. They responded a certain way. We need to hear it and respond to it in that same way. And so... That's what I think Mount tries to do is try to help. If you grab a hold of this viewpoint, then you need to unpack these symbols in a way that honors the biblical text. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards... Grasshoppers uh, and helicopters. A bunch of helicopters piloted by Kylie Jenner clones playing Fortunate Son. And that's going to how it, that's how it wraps oh up. Goodness, and that's Apocalypse Now? Is that what you're talking about, Apocalypse yeah. Now? Yeah. That's... <laughs> Some napalm, <laughs> which Kylie, is one of my favorite. I love. I have such a the Kylie Jenner clones messed up with the lizard people. Who else is going to fight the reptilian overlords? Exactly. So I mean, you you've got somebody needs to make a B movie with her starring in it <laughs> as a clone herself. She would say yes to that, and it needs to happen. Yeah, Kylie Jenner, if you're listening to this, say yes to the movie spinoff really of Kylie Jenner's listening. To this. She's not listening to this. <laughs> Even if we hashtag her, she's not going to listen to this because her publicist would be like, who are these people? So, of course. But that'd be awesome. All right, Kylie. You're, you're going to do it. You're going to win in the final battle against the lizard people. Uh, the, the upright, when Facebook becomes a transnational uh, conglomerate corporation that rules uh, with authority, the uprising is going to yes. be the Kylie Jenner clones. And uh, yeah. I had to make a, I made a, a stance yesterday in class uh, about somebody was complaining about first world, second world, third world. Well, there's a new one, the fourth world, which is a new terminology. But they've also changed it. You can't say that. You have to say developing nation, developed nation, you because know, yeah, because yeah. ranking by numbers is is not appropriate anymore. Um, I could have hurt feelings if they're. That's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what I said. So I made like there this huge no argument. All... Congratulations, you get the participation trophy as a nation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I made this huge <laughs> argument in class about about what? this, and nobody wanted to to say anything against me, and I was okay with it. But but I I just wanted some debate because I thought that stuff was silly. But then I found out that one of the difficulties is there are now another level because it's not just developed nations; it's those who have technological acumen so they've already progressed into this like whole digi space and are leading the way there and they're seeing that as a whole nother world of development so countries that have gotten into this kind of new technologically advanced society Mm. that's post-industrialization that's a whole nother world the metaverse to to be (laughs) so but no i know but what i'm saying is like if that's thinking can you imagine i've been to countries where all all they have is nothing yeah 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 so like, how even further is the disparity between like? Yeah, I mean, well, they have cell phones, but they have no data. If somebody has a functional reality that is completely digital in a metaverse versus somebody that doesn't have technology at all, at all, like so, how do they like? That's even another layer. So now they're saying there's even like, like five worlds, unreached tribes. I mean, they've they've talked about that. The gods must be crazy movies, you know? Yeah, it's like a oh, Coke bottle it gets dropped into a. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? Okay, seen that. for some reason they keep showing that in schools. I don't know, but my dad that that disparages between what is essentially you know they would almost say maybe like a Stone Age tribe mm-hmm. that is functioning in that somebody. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty wild. It is, and but I think it's so funny for people to like to cast it away. You have to have some sort of way to 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 couch these worldviews so that we can have some common language with people because I think at some point, and this is what I was pushing back on. 
when you go into these countries that have no technological influence or limited technological influence, mm. they have no industrialized society. Poverty is rampant. They have no service or needs. One of the things you also don't see is high mental illness. Yeah. So there's, a, there's an offset that you have all of this progression. So what I, the case I'm trying to make, and I mean, it's not for but the, in my class was, is like, like at some point there is this huge, huge problem. Now we're in this whole other technological, you know, mm-hmm. advancement, right? So this is now we're, we're beyond, you know, great world or whatever we are, first world, and we're now, yeah. now. We know there's a huge offset of problems mentally, emotionally, physically that comes from that. What is this next world going to bring us? And there's already some predictors that's showing us a higher increase of social, you know, anxiety disorders, mm-hmm. higher increase in depression and suicide and stuff like that. So that's going to increase. Now you take a country who wants to be like us, yeah, and they don't have any capacity for hospitalizations. They don't have any capacity for mental illness or training or anything. They're just trying to get industrialized. They're just trying to get, you know, technologically like, like India. Yeah. They want to skip industrial revolution. They want to go right to technical revolution. Yeah. What is it going to do to a society that on one end, you're getting on a junk boat and you're driving to get Talk your food. Suicide. India, well, you're already talking about a culture that, doesn't officially have a caste system anymore, but you've definitely got devaluation of life there. For sure. You're one of two billion people. You don't matter. You're living in a trash heap. Yeah. yeah. So how do you create an infrastructure that, that, that moves them along and prepares them and helps to see value in all humanity when they're already wanting to jump to a place that produces all this conditional, mm-hmm. you know, emotional, you know, problems. So it's just a really interesting thing. That's the part that I love, like thinking about it and nobody really wanted to debate me in class. <laughs> So they were all like, uh, okay. And I was like, okay, thank you. I'll be quiet. Sink into the bushes. But so there's all this stuff and Jesus is coming back. Uh, thanks. Okay. So if you are completely confused on amillennialism now, you are welcome. That is going to wrap up our discussion. I think. Thank you. I've learned nothing. Uh, if, if anything, We've learned that we don't know what we're talking about. So, <laughs> there you go. We encourage you to look further into this subject matter with people that uh, can explain some of these details a little bit more. But <laughs> reinforce me here. This, these are kind of an overview. And when we get into these things, if it hasn't been made apparent, can get into subcategories and subviews. And you'll come out a pan millennialist in the end, just like Master Manny. Uh, if you look at it you're, enough of it, you're going to be a pamillennialist. Yes, it's worth it. it yeah, we get smorts. So I'm <laughs> are we even going to talk about? I wrote down here before I talked about the the fourth view that no one ever really says. What's the fourth? It's just mil- just the view of millennialism that it's really just the the feast of the saints and the you know the the fun times that we get for a period in time. We can tack that on there right, somewhere. But, yeah, but okay, we'll come back and do pre meal next week. Pre-meal. We'll finish with pre-meal. We'll do pre-meal and uh, whatever the, the feasting view, which yeah. apparently uh, we might, we may have uh, already ascribed to that. People one. like to eat. And yeah. people like to eat and want their heaven to be like golfing the, and stuff like that. That's the view they would will grab a hold of. Will we heaven? That's so. the Baptist millennial. The Baptist millennial. <laughs> is is a ongoing potluck. Pot, potluck lilyism. With golfing breaks, apparently. Yeah. And... Uh, but that's some people still hold to that, and even if they say they don't hold to it, they want that picture of heaven to be like this this yeah. everything I want to do in life, yeah, which yeah. doesn't make sense because that life isn't going to exist, and all your desires are going to be as according to scripture completely changed yeah. completely changed, you know you won't have that flesh desire yeah. anymore. I would think we'd eat, but I would think we would says be, we eat, yeah, there's a marriage feast right? says we eat, yeah, or is this a banquet it, it, it's a it banquet might, might not be a feast, you might yeah. banquet, and you have to leave it for. <laughs> well, will we actually have like existing time? There's no night. Yeah. There's no night, That's and since true. time is measured by night, so would we, well, we I mean historically yes, but you know now it's not. So we would understand. Yeah. Okay. We measure know. hours based on yeah day and the night. Sun. So there'd be no sleep. We'd be awake for eternity. Yeah, but we're no but longer sustained by our own energies or That's sources. True. We're sustained by the ultimate life force. Yeah. Oh. So food is not necessary, but that doesn't mean it's 
Yeah, it's basically gone. A, it's and basically then, a, it's supposed to be a, the the idea the the concept. Oh, okay, so this is where I go. I have to like choose a side. <laughs> so so if I but so this is where I don't no. don't stumble. Well, the question would be: Is it going to be vegan? No, Ooh. no. The lion eats the lamb. No, they lay together. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bill Gates is going to make it. It's all going to be synthetic meat. We won't hear though. It's going yeah. to be perfect. No, so, I don't know. It'll be a lot of fruit. He can make it possible. A lot of fruit. A lot of grapes. Pasta? Yeah. The if there's complex carbs, <laughs> we're all good, man. I'll God be good. Can, we God, wait. We we will still be able to make plant based burgers. We won't right? have to make anything. That's what I'm trying to tell we'll you. Serve. Like it's he can make like, it for us. Just yeah. Serve the table. Maybe it's gonna be like an uh, an automation thing, like for the fifties, where you like put your order in and then it like pulled around. You just pulled your your food off the Maybe. conveyor belt. Maybe it'll just like come around and be like, "Oh, I want the cake. I want that." It was pure right in front of me. And the the here's the real deal. If it really There's is a food fruit in one of those universes in in the picture, there, one of the galaxies in the picture there that we haven't discovered yet, and we're gonna find that and eat that. Oh man, that's gonna be yeah. That'll be good. Hey fun. guys, would be good. See idea. that uh, galaxy nine trillion. Four over there. <laughs> Go find the fruit in that one. That's a good one. Well, you know, come back and tell us how you like it. You're I've Josh five one seven. You. You're Josh five one seven. There's a Josh five one eight. So oh, now we're getting to uh, <laughs> variants. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to meet my variants. That's, <laughs> that'd be a bad day. Okay, we have. Man, I think we've been off the rails for pretty much this whole episode. So if you've hung in there, God bless you. Thank you. We uh, we definitely appreciate you listening. We will come back and try and be more uh, succinct next time. Got it. <laughs> this is uh, this has been a Parkway Open Band, Episode One Sixteen. We love you. Thank you for listening. Jesus said so, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>